Broadcast Network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome back, Masters of Sex fans. Um... <laughs> yeah, I knew. I knew that was going to happen. Uh, this is season three, episode three, the excitement of release. And with me, as always, Adrian Snow. Hello. Good evening. How's everyone? And joining the panel, very excited, Quinn Skillian. Hi, guys. How's it going? Happy to be here. Yeah, we're very, we're very excited to have a, a third member of this little Masters of Sex group. Yeah, yeah. it'll really so. round out the conversation. Exactly. That's what I hope to do. Exactly. Well, <laughs> then we might as well get right to it. This is an episode, this is an interesting episode, because it's the first one that really starts to truly deal with the consequences of what happens to you after you write yeah. the first real book about sex, yeah. you know, from a, from a real professorial point of view yeah. or... or and, you know, we see how it affects uh, Tessa, we see how it affects Virginia, and we see how it affects Bill in this episode. So I, I thought it was I thought it was so far the best episode of the season. I definitely agree that, like, it felt like the season started tonight a little bit. Because mm-hmm. with the first two episodes, we had all these jump forwards where it was kind of hard to get emotionally invested in the moment because you knew it was going to be kind of over. You know what I mean? Because you're moving along so it's settling fast. into something. Yeah. You settled in. Yeah, we kind of are touching back with all the other cast members as well. We have a look back on on Lester, who is not married to the I woman know. we thought he was married to, and we get to see Betty and kind of in her, her normal operation. So that was nice to see them and catch up mm-hmm. with them finally. The Lester thing was a, since you brought it up, yeah. we might as well just start with that because the Lester thing was such a fun reveal. Yeah. Uh, Jane was a character I kind of figured we were done with. I figured we would never we see her again. We did meet her before. Oh, yeah. Yes. She was in the first <laughs> season. He went to uh, California with her. And their relationship didn't work out, and she was going to be this great actress. That's right. And he came back kind of sad and broken and went and worked for Bill and Virginia. Right. And now she's and now come she's back. back. Yeah. Wait, was she in the original sex study, though? Yes. She, she is that girl. She oh, okay, was the yeah. one that they were shooting all the... Lester got to know her because he was shooting, shooting the really her. intimate footage of yeah. her. And, you know, so, yeah. That's too funny. There okay. we go. We were, we were... I was like, have we met her before? I just completely forgot about her. Yeah. Oh, poor, poor Lester. I feel like that means that, like, I don't think about Lester as like, yeah. a very prominent character. But he is. I love him. It makes me wonder what ended up happening to his uh, relationship with Barbara last with Barbara. season anyway. Because before. that was very interesting. Them kind of overcoming these like sexual obstacles that they had together was like so endearing I kind of wish we could have seen that a little bit more well maybe they'll jump back it's been what four years maybe they'll like make at least give us a sentence as to say like what happened to Barbara yeah I'm kind of just curious because she was having her own sexual problems Mm -hmm. and Lester clearly got over his so what happened to her and I'm kind of just I feel bad for her I kind of want to know yeah I was curious but uh very happy to have Jane back, and she's going to be working with them again in yeah. the office and nice. stuff like that. It makes me kind of feel bad for Libby just a little bit, even though she kind of lost a lot of my sympathy this episode. Uh, just because 
everyone is like bringing their spouses into the work in some way and she's just kind of like this outsider at this point you know George even in a way is like brought in to a certain extent but so Libby just doesn't really have any type of relationship with them in that way we even had like that conversation that Libby had with Joy was basically being like Joy's like you, you know you get to share in this success with yeah. him and Libby's like girl yeah. you're kidding like not at all yeah no not at, not at all <laughs> and it, it was funny seeing the scenes with her and Joy because Joy's basically begging her get out, I'm gonna get out of my marriage get out of your marriage too which is the thing it, it's funny because we love watching Bill and Virginia on the show so we kind of root for him but at the same time I'm also rooting for his wife to leave him yeah you know simultaneously I, I want Libby to get out of there she is kind I feel like, you know, how she told Bill to just order Chinese food. Like, there are some things that she's doing where she is distancing herself from, yeah. like, the emotional um, strain of being his housewife. Yeah. You know, she's she really is putting away a lot of those responsibilities, but she still just can't do that last step of well, she's complete just, freedom. She's really afraid of it. I think, if anything, Joy having the aneurysm at the end of the episode might light something in Libby to be like, I gotta get out before I die. Yeah. You know, just because she was on her way. Joy was on her way out of this joyless huh, marriage. Yeah. And so to have that happen right as she's getting the apartment, right as she's about to go, that I think that that would be shocking to, you know, her husband, one, and two, especially to Libby, to see that happen especially, next door. That just reminded me of how much we kept talking this episode about why would you be somewhere where you aren't wanted? Libby, yeah. why would you be there if you're not wanted there? Yes. Yeah. You know it, what I mean? Exactly. She's cl- she's clearly only there for the kids at this yeah. point, it seems. Well, it seems like she's just used to this bubble, you know, of she's got her her grape boycott group whatever that group was thing yeah. it was a Cesar Chavez thing oh, okay okay yeah. no that's the book group so she's got oh. a book group and then she's got i think he called it great boycott which i think was some type of pun that i did not get unfortunately and someone's going to call me out on that on social media I explain okay. it in the comments <laughs> yes uh, that and they'll they'll <laughs> ask a lot of questions about the children again there's a lot of in the comments section a lot of things like they had this many kids they had this many no, no, kids no no <laughs> uh, i did i did a little bit of research as we were watching cuz i was like i want to be sure i know about this um no but just she has like this kind of this world and she said that to joy like, suburbia, this is my of. little world and you want to just run away from your world so i think that that in and of itself is terrifying to go out in the 60s as a woman by yeah. yourself and start all over again as a single mom and also how that's frowned upon even by how virginia deals with uh sister annabelle mm-hmm. how she kind of frowns upon the fact that she's divorced you know it, yeah. that's repercussions that come with that as well you know i just keep thinking about how difficult it is is it is as a viewer sometimes to remember the time we're in because we're dealing with such like progressive characters that sometimes yes. we sometimes it's like oh yeah we're we're in a vacuum this is such and, a separate yeah we've talked a lot about that about how bill is he's so progressive because of his views on sex and stuff like that but then he's still awkward Such a bill Masters. sometimes yeah. Yeah, yeah he really is there was a, a really interesting scene where he was with paul with joy's husband mm-hmm. and it's that awkward moment where bill's trying to be like He's watching the game with them, and he's trying to be like the common man and have this conversation. And then it, you think it's starting to work because yeah. Bill is a sports fan. You know, we've seen him talk about boxing and stuff like that mm-hmm. before. And he's really into. He realizes who this guy is. He was a quarterback for Nebraska, and he brings out these cards, and the guy has no interest. Second, yeah. he breaks out those cards. He got really nerdy with it with, yeah. the, with yeah. the jock. It just like worlds collided. Yeah. <laughs> 
we always see these really like re- really random nostalgic moments with Bill. He yeah. falls into this these bouts of nostalgia really fast and in really like w- in- with weird people sometimes. I feel like. Well, I think also that you know you brought up the theme of why do you want to be somewhere that doesn't want you, and I mm-hmm. think that's something also Bill has always suffered for probably because of the relationship with his father. You know, you see it a little bit even in that scene. He doesn't want anything to do with it. Then suddenly he wants to have mm-hmm. something to do with this man, mm-hmm. and the man kind of rejects him. And the big example in this episode being the whole Washington University thing mm-hmm. about how he's determined to get in there. He can have almost any university in the country uh, stocking this book, but it's not good enough. He wants to get in there. And what's nice about that storyline is it brings Barton back into yeah. the fold, mm-hmm. which is a great character. It's, I think for, for Bill, it's just about getting approval from people who in the past like frowned upon him or have, have pushed him down in some way. And I, I can understand that, wanting that approval. What I did find to be interesting was that how open-minded he was to Barton and saying, like, you, now. like, now. Yeah. But also how that is a strong variance from the real Bill Masters, because the real Bill Masters did think homosexuality was a disease. He thought it was wrong. And and so I was surprised and, and pleasantly surprised that they went in that direction, that they made him, at least when it comes to Barton, respectful yeah. of Barton. Because Barton himself is a father figure to Bill. Yeah. I mean, he's known him for years. He he mentored him. Uh, I also wonder, though, how much of that is because of the times in which we live in as an audience, how would we deal with a homophobic main character of a show in this day and we age? Couldn't. We just yeah. couldn't. And you know, like, every, I mean, every single day, every single, after every episode, it's like, based on, you know, none of these things are real, based fictional, what do you know what I mean? Based on real people, but in, in fictional situations. That comes up after. I think Mad Men had uh, characters that were homophobic and they, they handled it in a way that uh, people were able, I think, to kind of understand that that was the time and that was yeah. that yeah, mindset. But same thing with Don, though, is that Don growing up in, within kind of an overly sexualized childhood, I think he understood that and he understood sexuality yeah. on a different level also, so he always yeah. kind of had and, this like and for, silent understanding. For Don, it wasn't that uh, on Mad Men that Sal was a homosexual that bothered him. It bothered him when it became bad for business. Yeah. No, I'm not yeah. even really referring necessarily to Don. Oh. Okay. Well, like, yeah. to, no. Overall, to the characters, characters that was a very homophobic time. And, yeah. and no. so even with, I can't think of John Slattery's character's name right oh, now. Oh, Roger. Roger. Roger was, yeah. you know, well, you know, I guess so, unfor- just, yeah, unfortunately, still, we still, do, you know. Yeah, yeah but in terms not, of a main character. In terms yeah. of a main character, yeah. And on a show dealing with sex. Well, you know, let's talk about Bill and what he's trying to do in this episode. Basically, mm-hmm. there are two ideas that he has to help these book sales. One is to get, uh, and, and it's what, uh, uh, Betty and, and, uh, and, and stuff, they want to bring in an investor. Yeah. They want to, they're talking about that. And Bill is determined with this university thing. Because he wants it to be legitimate. As he, as, he, as he has been for the last two seasons, he's yeah. so nervous. He has been, you know, he's been quelling this whole, like, the feeling side of this study. You know, like, the kind of quote-unquote titillating aspect of mm-hmm. what it is that we're talking about here. And he still is trying so hard to, like, ignore that side. It's. It, I think that was, like, a really big thing this episode, too, kind of watching Bill keep straddling this line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we also see the glimpses of Bill starting to 
try to be a guy who can pitch things. He has a disastrous meeting with the Washington University people, but it ends on a good note because he tell, he unintentionally tells a joke, and that's what's so great when yes. he says uh, that he aroused your. I hope we aroused your curiosity. <laughs> and they're like, and, oh, lol, no. Yeah, yes. everyone's laughing, and Bill like doesn't even see that it's funny, which I, is another great. I do great, love that yeah. about Bill. Though. Yeah, he's just like, is that funny? I know. I'm just being, I'm just being honest. And. You know what I thought was a little unfair? He got so annoyed that that uh, Virginia showed up late for the meeting where she didn't... Like, he clearly was just going at this alone. I think he knew it was destined to fail from the beginning yeah. anyway, even with her, because of his relationship with that school. But he was so, like, annoyed with her, and it's like she, she well, knew about it 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Bill does kind of have an underlying... Uh, and, th- th- and this is what we talk about in terms of being very progressive, but also still being a person of his time, he has an underlying sexist mentality. So a lot of the times when things don't go his way, he takes it out on the women in his life. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with with Virginia being late. You know, she only knew about it 30 minutes beforehand. So why would that even be her fault? It's the fact that he didn't get what he wanted on his terms. Yeah, but I do think we're we're having another moment with Virginia kind of like having to choose between the study and family. You know, that's also been the theme of her entire our character arc and again you know right now she's been pretty absent she's got the baby and stuff so i think it was also just like where are you you're not anywhere when i need you you know what i mean so just frustration we kind of talked about that last week if if they were going to go in the direction of seeing her do the the work-life balance in terms of being a mom and everything but even just how when she came and brought the baby in at the end of the episode the face that he kind of made there's just like this weird kind of underlying disdain for yeah. family life for See, maybe it's, women. Maybe, well, <laughs> okay, that's the emotional side. Yeah. He's, he's like all ones and zeros, Bill. But maybe it's because Bill's so cold that the fact that he even reached out to the baby I thought was such an important Did step he? in he him. Yeah, he touched the baby. And oh. what was that? What was the um uh what was the end song? It was like we need uh, what the world what the needs world needs now. now is love, mm, you know, yes. kind of thing. Well, you know what's great how the last episode ended with the idea of like they were looking at their babies. He was looking at the book through the window. Mm-hmm. She was and this episode is bookended with scenes in bed where they're also dealing with and handling the babies. The beginning of the episode is they're talking about the book, you know, the baby they made together, and at the end they're with the actual baby. And I guess it really because we have both those scenes, we're no closer to figuring out which way Virginia's gonna tip in the balance of of family and this job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an interesting way to bookend the episode. And again, we were talking about another another kind of theme we had this episode was this idea of going at it alone. And yes. that's why I think, you know, we could potentially see Bill push Virginia away, for sure. Yeah. Maybe. I, well, I think with just knowing, if anyone's going to be going it alone, it's probably going to end up being Libby. Um, well, yeah. Just knowing from the actual real-life Bill and Virginia, but... I, I think there might be a time where they might separate, yeah, just temporarily while Virginia kind of figure out figures out how to do the balance. I would hate for them to make it something where she has to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, I understand that that would no, be a part of that time. Be, again, what we were talking about was like yeah. kind of like maybe not being that upset if she had had the abortion. Yeah. Same thing with this conversation. It's just like, I get it if you want to portray that time, but we also, this is also a show being shown in 2015. So you, if you, you've already kind of like, yeah, definitely changed the real life, the truth. So go ahead and make it where she does have to figure out how to do both. You the, know, 
The uh, other thing interesting about the scene is at the beginning he's very adamant about the idea he wanted no traces of George. That's why he wouldn't yeah. touch her when she was running. And then at the end, it's so he territorial. Had, at the end, he has the ultimate trace of George yeah. though in the bed with him, but he yeah. still does reach out to it. So I'm very curious to see how because look, they are going to get together at some point just because of what we know of history. So yeah. he's going to be at least three years. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to yeah. exactly. He's going to be some sort of. I'd imagine father figure to this girl if he's married Wait, to we her know, mother. We know, we think for sure that, that Lisa is George's daughter. Like, I mean, I don't some know. People are, I think for sure. Some people are still saying, like, okay. do we know? I'm, no. like, I'm pretty, pretty. So it's pretty sure. Yeah. Then that, that we can take. She gets table. pretty much blanks. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> there's some, so you brought up, uh, we were talking about Barton. And he goes to Barton, basically, in a last-ditch effort to get Washington University to get the book there, see if Barton could help. And when he knocks on Barton's door and he answers, Barton keeps giving this look. And of course, I think we're all assuming there's going to be a guy there. There's going to be a guy, but then there's a new woman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Judith, poor Judith, doesn't know what she's Barton getting into. Barton's just though. missing, like missing his, you know, warm home cooked meal and all these kind of like traditional kind of family yeah. values that he just doesn't really, he doesn't really. And he's still get. in denial. I yeah. think he still thinks in some weird way, like I can, I can beat this thing. Even how he responded to Bell at the end, where he was like, you know, they they listened to rumors, and he just wanted to leave Bell immediately. Because he's in some type of denial about who he is and and what he desires, and he's and he obviously this is a guy who really cares about being accepted. He ran around to go get the um, the, the, drink, the gin, and gin and tonic and everything. Too, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's terrified of being an outcast and being you know kind of for being excommunic- different. excommunicated as it were. I want Barton to go to work for Bill so bad. Me I wanted too. him to say, yeah, I'll, I'll join you, and they're gonna get even more of a family going in that office, right? you mm-hmm. know, because everyone's in there now. Good. Yeah, bye, Libby. Just bye. Yeah, well, she'll get out of there. I mean, look. <laughs> Everyone Nobody but Libby, <laughs> and none for Libby. Bye. Yeah, but um, I thought that scene was, and you know, we were talking about, you know, maybe. Bill Masters wasn't this way in real life, but I thought that scene did so much for the character when he, the bridge too far for him is he won't stand there and let Barton get insulted. He'd yeah. rather he'd rather stand up for him than get his book in there, which yeah. is an important moment for the yeah. character. Definitely, and I I also think that was like a lot of just he's tired of having to defend his work to people who are just too close-minded to hear it. It's at this point it's like exhausting. Yeah. He's trying to get this thing turned into a textbook. He's done with like the moral, you know what I mean, having to like just yeah. justify the moral the morality of it all. Yeah. But on the flip side, while he's trying to get this as a textbook in, like, every college in America, uh, Virginia and Betty, they decide to go out and get talk to these impossible investors. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's some, there's some this interesting is, this characters is a funny, here. This is a funny bit, for sure. Yeah. First, there's the hand massager <laughs> guy, who's yes. clearly... Looks at getting creep. into the vibrator business. <laughs> Which I thought was awesome. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no, they can't. Obviously, they're not going to no. go with this guy. But I hope that that guy eventually became the leading creator yeah. of the vibrator. Like, yeah. the leading industry, you know, vibrator guy. Yeah. I hope so. I think he did. I think he made it. <laughs> he made it. Yeah. And even made not... Rabbit. Even not... 
the women that thing was massive too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, like yeah, it was a yeah. it was a giant. I mean, because it's really a hand massager, and then he just took away a little piece, and, and you're like, like, okay, oh. that's like yeah. a nub. nub I, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not really. I, I imagine the prototype. It's okay, yeah. not a lot of research in this area. <laughs> at the it time. must have a very if strong vibration. Masters yeah. and Johnson had just hooked up with this guy. We would have vibrator technology would have oh jumped gosh. ahead <laughs> so many years. That would be amazing. What could have been? What could have been? This is lost to history. Lost you could just blink and you'd have like a little vibrator. You know, <laughs> a, d- a different timeline, maybe. <laughs> yes. So they don't go with the, the vibrator guy. No. Uh, but also they meet Josh Charles's character, yes. Dan Logan, who he's uh, he was he's like a perfumer, but he's not, he's more than that. He's uh, uh, flavors. And yeah. I'm thinking like a, I would like KY jelly kind of situation. I thought it was going to be lube too, and yeah. then I was like, well, maybe it's like flavor Oils perfume, like stuff. Jessica Simpson thing she used to do. I, I don't know what that, that is. She had, she had oh yeah, maybe. Taste. What is this? She had a perfume that came out like years ago that you could taste. Was it like chocolate or no? Yeah, it was like. Or was it like flavor. strawberry? It's like yeah. chocolate. Yeah. Wait a second. So this perfume, like... It w- you'd spray it, and you could smell it, but you could also, like... But, like, if like you lick licked it, 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 licked yeah. it, it would have a flavor. Yeah, I remember that. Because she's kinky. I'll t- right. Yeah, that's... <laughs> Nonetheless. <laughs> I feel like that's... I don't know. I feel like that seems like it'd be, like... Sticky <laughs> thing that you'd have on yourself all day, just hoping someone's gonna. And also, like knowing little me, like I would have no idea that it was supposed to be. I would like spray it and be like, ah. right? Oh yeah, no, kids, you can't resist it. Kids all would love kids, it, yeah. but then parents would be horrified. Yeah, like, why? Like, this is not good. Well, Stop again, this. if she was around, if Justin Simpson was around, then she could have gotten together with Dan Logan and, right? and worked it. But yeah. Dan Logan, his mission is to get the smell of sex in Does a he, bottle. Has he never had sex? Like, it's, that was my first thought. And I was like, it's not, we could do without. I could do well, without the smell of sex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's nasty. Is there something, though, is there something, though, about that, though, you think you can do without the smell of sex, but if you're subconsciously smelling it, that you will want Fair to have nice. sex. There you go. Sure. I mean, if you could get the science down to that, which I know some perfume companies have actually attempted to do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody's really perfected it, though, because not everyone's pheromones is attractive to everyone else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's a crapshoot. For, for Dan Logan here. But this is what he wants to do. And and I guess I see why, if you're going to try to do this, the people to get in business with, again, are Masters and Johnson. Yes. Yeah. But then, of course, there's Hugh Hefner. Yes. Right. And I, I didn't get In the real n- life, they do. So mm-hmm. oh, okay. in real life, they do. It makes more sense to me. Yeah. Well, it, I also do see Bill's point of view with the Hefner thing of of being a little. I mean, I, I think it's mutually beneficial, and they mm-hmm. should, and it would it would help everybody. Yeah. But I do kind of understand a little bit Bill's idea of maybe hesitancy. Playboy and his hesitancy to get involved. Do you think with. that this perfume guy was way more like creepy, creepy and titillating? Is that yeah. the word keeps coming? Oh. Than he, than half? I mean, like, come on. Yes, but Bill hadn't met him at that point, so <laughs> I will say with with Hugh Hefner, especially at that time. Uh, what he was doing was incredibly innovative. Yes. You know, and when you go back and look at the old school Playboys, they are really artistic and mm-hmm. beautiful. The new Playboy, not so much. Well, they gotta keep up <laughs> with went, the internet. I went to um, Good Times at Davy Wayne's the other day. Have you guys ever been there? Yeah. It's like a 70s themed uh, bar. Oh, I know. And there is in the bathrooms and like at the bar and stuff, it's just wallpapers oh, really? in Playboy. In like old school Playboy. Yeah. yeah and they're yeah. beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. It, it doesn't feel like you're looking at a bunch of porn for sure. Well, well yeah. the thing is, because of the way society is now, because with the click of a few buttons, you have anything you want to see. Yeah. yeah. Now, there's no. Unfortunately, I guess there's no marketplace for 
classy nude photography. You don't, you don't have to take as much time, I feel like. It's more... It's more burlesque now, but there is a, a, a place for that because I was reading an article recently about that. But with with that said, at that time, Hugh was in the same position that they were in in terms of people looked at him as like packaging smut. Mm-hmm. But what he was really trying to create was a, a comfortable way for people to discuss sex. Yeah, and and the articles, even to this day, that they publish in Playboy are really just like intriguing and savvy and smart. So that's. I, it makes sense that they eventually go with him in real life because he did actually make a, a big jump. Well, he has the great line where he says that there, it's the same medicine, but he knows how to get people to take it. Yeah. And it, it's true. He does want the same things. I'm not sure the actor who played Hugh Hefner, but he was dead on. Didn't you right? think that he looked a lot like him? Yeah. yeah. I was, was like, whoa. On. I thought- he looked- just like I wasn't them. sure they were gonna do like one of those like uh, you know how like everyone with JFK always has like JFK and then just like the some boys. Weird, but like sometimes like some weird like oh. CGI to make him like talk and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. like in um in Forrest Gump oh yeah yeah <laughs> like it'd be like that. it'd be all Hugh Hefner from behind like you yeah. just see yes. a guy in a I wasn't robe. sure so I was like oh my god they, he really nailed it but you know both uh, both Betty and Virginia were were charmed by him yeah. also that he came with the best uh, business yeah, proposal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Bill, like I said, he's wrong, but I understand what he's thinking at this yeah. moment. It's that thing of, you know, living in that time, even if he is progressive, the same thing of just, he doesn't want his book, his baby, to be seen as less than. He well, probably feels like all of his work would be undone if he went with yeah. Playboy. Yeah, the medical community's already, so he's not getting into all these, although it does seem like he's getting into an awful lot of schools. Well, like, no. that, that montage seemed like it Wait, was pretty positive. Wait, I thought positive. that was him Everyone not, turned him down. Oh, everyone yeah. was turning him down. But everyone was taking phone calls with uh, him. Yeah. yeah. Then they that's why he kept having me like, no, you're the first person I've called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think th- that was the... I thought it was Bill learning some business savvy. Yeah. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. I think it was more, they were still considering. No one gave him, like, a firm yes. Okay. Um, but it, I, I think it would be, it will be great to see when they finally turn and go with Hefner to see how that how that affects Bill and how that that'll affects be the really fun. Yeah. And I'm that'll cur- shake up that'll shake up the season for sure. Yeah. I'm curious to see more of Hugh Hefner as a character mm-hmm. in right? this world of That'd this show. Great. Totally agree. Though I don't know if they're really going to go with that in this version of the reality, just because they didn't. Though the guy was like spot on for Hugh Hefner, I, they did they cast uh, Josh Charles is such a. That's a bigger actor well, in such a s- small role. Well, so. there's going to be clearly the arc where they get burned by the fact they got together with yeah. uh, Dan yeah. Logan and, yeah. and stuff like that. Because even so at maybe the, next season, maybe you never know. Or at the end of the season, mm-hmm. Hugh comes to the rescue. It, it's funny because he's so that speech he gives at the end about the smell when he's talking about smell. It's so creepy. Was, yeah. He's talking yeah. about I mean, all the different the smells. Time. Super, super sexual. I was like, I I like Josh Charles, but the moment he appeared on camera, I was like. I'm uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, we we kind of like knew right away how, yes. how to how to like take him. You knew where that's going. Yeah. Well, Hugh Hefner is going to have to wait then. Yeah. But the other person who's majorly affected by the release of this book, and it's really kind of the most shocking and upsetting storyline of the yeah. week, is is Tessa. Yeah. Uh, first, she's kind of mortified by the fact this book is out there and she says she's getting a lot of crap from everyone mm-hmm. about it which I I get that she'd be getting that and she's and I at a Catholic like, school so yeah, yeah. I, I feel like Virginia wasn't as sympathetic to that maybe that's part of her trying to balance work and home and still struggling with that mm-hmm. because she seemed a little I don't know the fact that she was gonna 
chaperone the dance seemed I a little mean, clueless. Just seems to be honest, like, like, yeah. yeah. Virginia cannot wrangle Tessa to save her life. I mean, like in this entire, I mean, I, we, I, we've yet to see them have a conversation that felt that like completely honest and mutually on the same playing. Field. I think they're setting it up for uh, for them to eventually have that conversation. Oh yeah, I mean, because at, at this at this point, it's all a tug of war with yeah. them. I mean, she's still when the season started, she couldn't talk to her about sex. She was trying to pawn it off to Bill, and, mm-hmm. yeah. and I'm assuming she, you know, it's been. It's had to be about a year since that mm-hmm. that flashback at the lake, yeah. and it's I'm been, assuming yeah, they haven't. Months. Yeah, they haven't had that conversation. Does that yet. mean Henry's at? In, uh, he's enlisted. He's they, gone. We don't know. They okay. haven't confirmed. I'm anything. assuming I the fact yeah. we don't see him. Mm-hmm. He's, and I'm assuming they just kind of let's get this character. <laughs> but well, I will well, say, I was really proud of. Can we just jump right into it? Yeah, let's just jump yeah, right. Let's, in. Let's talk I, I was really proud of the show for talking about acquaintance rape. Um, yeah. That's not something people talk about <laughs> on yeah. TV. And I just, right before I walked in, I was reading an, the article they published in New York Magazine about um, the Bill Cosby. Yes, like they, they the on 35 the, women yeah. came forward and, mm-hmm. and gave their um, testimonies as to, as to what happened. All of them came into a room and sat down and talked with each other, which is amazing. Um, because it's kind of taking a curtain off of something that people just don't want to talk about. Yeah. You know, when you when you see rape on television, it's always very violent. It's always a stranger breaking into somebody's house and raping them. It's never, well, I liked this guy, and I didn't really want to do this, but I did that, and now I still have to see him and yeah. interact with him. Too many people don't even think that that's... They don't even think yeah, of it as Too many as victims right. of that yeah. don't yeah, think of it as Yeah, exactly. Right. Especially, like, in high school, where you're, you know, it, it, this whole idea of a reputation, and that she's kind of like... You know, yeah. she's trying. She's trying to uphold this idea, of something that she thinks she needs to be, and you know. Well, what's also interesting is that even for that time, like her response at the end of being like, "I'd love to," yeah, that's, that's very much of the time yeah. to not even think of like, "What was that?" I was uncomfortable, but it wasn't rape because I, I did do it. Because that was a big thing, even in the not to keep talking. I'm not going to keep talking about Bill Cosby, but <clears> even in the the um, testimonies with those women, a lot of them said, if you told me that I was being raped in the 1960s and 70s, I would have said, no, no, that's not what rape is. This is what rape is. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of them didn't even know what was happening to them. Well, you know what? A few interesting things about this episode. First of all, when the episode started and they put, like, uh, this is rated TV, whatever. Yes. There was we th- talked about that. There was a thing that said rape. Yeah. And that threw me, because I've never seen that in the, the beginning of a show. Like, it'll say there's either. nudity or violence. I've never seen that before. Yeah. I actually wonder, because, you know, this past season on Game of, Game Thrones. of Thrones, there was a lot of controversy. And sexual I w- violence. They said, I think I saw that on Game of Thrones. But well. maybe, okay. maybe the things, since that conversation got so heated, maybe that's the, that the, shook some things up a little bit. I mean, it's like a yeah. TV trigger warning. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think it's. I think for especially the the this sounds horrible. What I'm about to say sounds so horrible. Yeah, we'll take but the, the type of rape that happened in this episode is more shocking than the type of rape that happens in Game of Thrones. I would in terms of in terms the, of like what we think of as, as yes, as, as so yes. people yeah. have become desensitized to like seeing. A violent rape scene because yeah. it's almost like if you have a show on right now, yeah. you will have some type of violent. Like the rape dictionary scene. definition of rape is what we see. Yeah. Like yeah, you see on that all the time. Game of Thrones, or something like Game that. of Thrones. Yeah. scandal. Grayson, like everyone gets raped at Someone, some point. And someone's bawling violently. And it's yeah. Very, yes. yeah. But you don't see acquaintance rape. So when I saw that, I knew. And then when I saw Tessa talking with that guy, I was like, oh, and she's not going to tell anybody. She's not going to tell anybody, and she's just going to like have to just. 
You know, from a storytelling standpoint, though, I got, I was a little, because the second I saw them in the car, because I had seen the yeah. great thing, it I does. almost wish I hadn't seen it because I knew what was going yeah. to happen. Yeah. Just from a, what's going to happen next in the story, I immediately knew, but it didn't go down, not only because of the acquaintance way, but it wasn't physically what I was expecting yes. as a rape, because it's him basically forcing her to go down yeah. on him. Yeah. It was, I think, also because they were teenagers, um, that 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 definitely, if nothing else, helped people who were going to watch the show prepare themselves for what was about to happen. Because mm-hmm. it was like, well, who's going to get raped? Uh, and the first thing I thought was, I hope it's not Tessa. Please don't yeah. rape Tessa. Please don't, yeah, please don't. And I was like, oh, okay. And then the way that they did it, I was shocked by that. Because it honestly, when you see that kind of acquaintance rape mm-hmm. on television, it is a lot more realistic. Like, it, for, for me, I was as a woman, I was just kind of like, I know. It made me really uncomfortable. I just, and I was just like, oh, poor like yeah. poor girl like Felt I just like incredibly sad like right even right as it started I was just like oh here we go like oh no like yeah it, you know it was it was really really hard to watch for yeah. sure the most upsetting thing to me uh, about it though was that thing the next day when yeah. he goes and gives her kiss as and if he it's like the, oh my god it's, I know. he thinks he's being like a nice guy he thinks he it's says, like oh sorry, you're sorry about that you threw up yeah for yeah. drinking yeah. the schnapps or oh whatever. shut up yeah, and it's, did I mess up your hair? Yeah, it's like, that's it's, he said. Oh, sorry, did I pull your hair at the end of it? Yeah. Oh my god, and, I got goosebumps. Thank and it's so yeah, it's so upsetting because he walks in there like I'm gonna be the nice guy, and I'm gonna I just raped this girl, but I'm gonna be the nice guy and tell her like, oh, you know, don't be embarrassed that you threw up from the drinking. Yeah. You know, it's oh, and then then that scene right after when she's washing her her dress mm-hmm. and puts out her mouth. I mean, that was. It was it was handled really well on the episode. And it was extremely upsetting. Super realistic. Well, it, it it just speaks to how people view rape, you know. And in terms of a, a person can be in a situation with someone where they they think everything is is friendly and copacetic, and they're enjoying each other, and people can be having two very different experiences, mm-hmm. and it's like. Fucking sorry, cup of tea, okay? Cup of tea. Would you like a cup of tea? Have you guys seen that? Have you seen that? No. So there's this thing on online about the how to see if like how to see if a girl wants to have sex with you. Think of it like offering someone a cup of tea. Yeah. If she's passed out, no, (laughs) don't give her the cup of tea. If she says she wants a cup of tea and then changes her mind later, don't give her the cup of tea. So it's like that kind of like. Being very honest and like, are you comfortable in this situation? And she said, honestly, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And she, he said, you have to do it. Yeah, she you comes know? straight yeah. that. And it, it was, I guess the way they still did from a dramatic standpoint, how they played the scene, like, I was very happy when she brought up basically, oh, you don't have a rubber, we can't mm-hmm. do this. I'm like, good, she's gotten out of this, maybe this won't be the yeah. rape yeah. scene in this episode. And it was smart thinking on her part, but then she still, even, and, I, and a lot of this, though, I mean, this is obviously not the fault of the book. But I think also in Tessa's head, like, she's... She, we see her early on reading the book to the guy. She's mm-hmm. trying to be like, I know about this, mm-hmm. even though she she doesn't. Yeah. And I think that was another thing that made her feel like she had to go through with yeah. this. I think it's also a sign of the times. And I also think it's, it's something of... <laughs> I know with my own family, there are certain things that are said, especially to the women of the family, Mm -hmm. that are like, that's not okay. You shouldn't, that's really bad advice. (laughs) I've had to stop my parents and be like, no, don't don't say that to people. Don't tell people that. So it it is kind of not only a sign of the times, but the mentality of 
well, this is what I'm supposed to do, or this yeah, is how I'm supposed to act. Yeah, because she hasn't really had a conversation about sex yet. No, yeah. she hasn't. Because she never really had that. And she needs to talk, talk to her mother, because yeah, her mother is also... Uh, first of all, she's a woman, and mm-hmm. secondly, she's a very progressive woman yes. who will teach her about sex in a healthy way. She has a very healthy sexual attitude yeah. about, you know, and now, I mean, you worry that she, I mean, this is her first sexual experience. I'm assuming this is her first sexual yeah. experience, and now she's going to always have this idea about sex, which is the exact opposite that the book her own mother has put out is trying to, to make people feel. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's it's an upsetting storyline, and I'm very curious to see how it's going to play out, and if she does. I mean, is there any scenario in which she actually has a conversation with her mother about what happened? Surely. I mean, I, I would uh, hope She's so, been so resistant. I think it's, it's going to come down to... Oh, this sounds... Everything sounds bad. It's going to come down to one of those things where it's... Ugh, she has sex with the guy. She has sex with him. Mm-hmm. She talks with to her mom guy. about it with this guy. Yeah. Uh, because they're going out again. Yeah. Because they're going out again. And a lot of times, I, I've, I've had friends who have been in that situation, and I go, did you still date the guy? Did you still sleep with the guy? Yeah, I still slept with him. I was like, but it felt like rape? Yeah, it felt like rape. But in my mind, I was like, no, that couldn't have been what happened. So I think that's when it's going to come out. Like, after she becomes sexually active, then she might start talking to her mom about it. And then when she tells her mom, like, how it went down, then that might be the point where Virginia goes, no, 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 that yeah. was rape. But I think we'll like see. it's just I want so bad now for Tessa to have eventually like what would be like her her most comeuppance as a character is for yeah. her in the end to have a healthy relationship with sex. And now I think that's yeah. kind of like where her trajectory is going to be. And a healthy relationship with Virginia. Yeah. You know? yeah. Which kind it's, of feel like semi-hand and high on, right? Yeah. It's yeah. sad that it would have to come out of like yeah. this situation. But if, if nothing else... Hopefully that'll be some type of way for them to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 a, a sad situation. I'm very curious to see how it plays out. Uh, one other thing I want to bring up is speaking of people with an unhealthy view of sex. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of hate mail that they're getting. Yeah. In fact, that's why Jane's brought into the office basically to to kind of sift through the hate mail and the people who might actually need some sort of help or something like that. And there is one character who shows up from the Committee for Decency mm-hmm. who harasses uh, 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 Bill in the in the lobby. Ronald if, Sturgis. Was that his name? Ronald I didn't Sturgis. catch his name. And uh, he tells him, hell is a real place. And he, <laughs> he lays into him. And I guess, you know, I'm glad they're dealing with that one because I always love portrayals of people who have it all completely wrong well, and seeing yeah. how this is going to, the people who history passed by. Well, especially because we started off the episode with, they're saying we're brilliant, yeah. you know, we're getting mm-hmm. all of these wonderful accolades from all these, like, very reputable scientific journals and blah, 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 and then we're like, okay, but where's the other side of this? Because we know that's not the end of the conversation. Yeah. yeah. And um, later, the same character goes to approach uh, Virginia, but the security guards onto him and kind of gives him the eye, and she kind of picks up like there's something. Oh weird. yeah, she's like bad yeah. vibes, bad vibes. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was another thing, and I'm very curious to see how this season, because that's going to be, I guess, the other kind of, for lack of a better word, villain of this season. I guess mm-hmm. this yeah. idea, this committee for decency another idea, mm-hmm. that's going to be constantly yeah. knocking on, on their door and trying and to tell them they're going to hell. Specific one, probably yeah. com- coming from lots of different angles. I'm mm-hmm. sure opposition from all all sides. Oh yeah, because for you know we were talking about how Hugh Hefner at the time was still like controversial. People like smut peddler or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. same people. 
people who are against Hugh Hefner are definitely going to be against these people. Even more so, probably because they're like, you're trying to pass this off as science. You know yeah. what I mean? You're trying to tell us. Because well, it you- is. It's a scientific fact. <laughs> well, Sorry. even Tools quoting, <laughs> quoting Cosmos. Go ahead. Even. Yeah. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. There you yes. go. We should get him. Get in here. Them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Sex in the Cosmos. Yeah. Um. Uh, Paul even makes a comment about, like, doesn't seem like the kind of book a married man should have on his shelf. Yeah, I know. It's the it's definite yes. book and a, man, yeah, a married man should have on his shelf. That's what Bill like, said. Please. He said, au contraire. Yes. Yeah. Everyone should have it on And it show. was interesting because Joy, you know, we don't have to talk about this in too much stuff. Just that Joy was, like, so unhappy in her marriage, so unjoyful mm-hmm. in her marriage. Whereas, like, Paul, being, like, a typical man, goes, oh, well, everything's good in the bedroom, so that must mean everything's good in our marriage. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't. Is he doesn't it, realize now. No, mm-hmm. he doesn't know. It's probably not. It's probably not that great in the bedroom for Joy either. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> I don't think so either. Yeah. So, uh, is there anything else? Anything that we've left off that you guys want to throw in here before we get to uh, predictions? Mm-hmm. I think we pretty think much we covered can it. Jump right in. Then let's get into some predictions. And now. You're after TV. I always feel like I'm getting abducted. Yeah, I know. We're getting to the cosmos. To the cosmos. Well, Gwen, since you're new to the panel, let's start with you. Oh, not ever better. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess I'm really interested to see if Barton comes on and comes into the practice. I'm really excited to see kind of where that goes. And also, just as usual, watching Bill walk this line between the, you know, the, the, thinker, the thinker and the feeler. Just mm-hmm. kind of trying to see where it, I don't know. That's not very specific. But that's what I'm going to give you for now. Okay. I I think uh, I'm terrified to see what what Tess is going to do, but I think they're going to kind of jump back to that next week, yeah. yeah. As well as uh, touch more on Virginia and the baby, because that's something that they kind of it was there, but they didn't really touch on it. Yeah, we didn't see much baby. We didn't see much baby. Maybe bring George back a little bit for that. Yeah. Um, bring George back to watch the baby, so yes. we don't see more of the baby. I know, right? Yeah, I was kind of like, who's watching the child? <laughs> yeah. And I think Ronald Sturgis, the guy from Committee for Decency, is going to have a He'll bigger part. In yeah. and out, for sure. Yeah. In fact, my prediction, a lot about him, I feel whatever... You know, Betty still hasn't had a lot to do this season. Mm-hmm. And she's such a great character. And she expressed she expressed immediate fear about this, this guy, this Ronald. Mm-hmm. And I feel like whatever, maybe his next person he goes after is her in some way, knowing she works in the office. Maybe she finds herself dealing with him or a lot of these. Wait, Betty, so, Betty, and the, Betty and, the, and the kid from the decency thing? Yeah. They, had a, they had a conversation? Well, no, no, no. She no, was no, just but talking she, about it. Oh, the Bill second after. Bill came into the office, she was like, like, this guy's bad news. Oh, like, we should okay. do something. He I'm was kind of that. more like, I'm not scared, I'm thinking. Yeah. yeah. And the fact that she brought it up and those words came out of her mouth makes me feel like, oh, she's going to have a run-in with this guy. And since she is basically their first line of defense with anyone who contacts them, anyone in the mm-hmm. outside world, I wonder how much, and I hope she plays a large part in constantly being out there on the front line of defending the... Yeah. I think if anything... She's a tough bee. Yeah. She is. They might bring up the the fact that she used to be a prostitute. I was if he discovers that, like that like and that could that could be an issue. Outing her to you know, yeah. I don't know, to try and discredit. Uh, well, that's him. that's another thing we've talked about also before. I'm terrified of of people getting out in this for many things. Her now, you're right, prostitute, and the fact that Bill and Virginia, like that's the kind of thing that will maybe put more scrutiny onto yeah. onto that because somebody's going to dig up that information. Like, this can't stay. 
Hidden. There's no TV show that has a secret like this that the that secret's not eventually revealed. Going to be revealed, yeah. yeah. Um, also, they mentioned twice again Virginia's mother. So I am waiting for Virginia's mother. Oh yeah, to pop Grandma. Up. We're going to yeah. see Grandma. They mentioned yeah. her in the first episode. They mentioned her twice in this. Maybe Grandma's the one. Tess is close with Grandma. Maybe she actually hey, ends up being the one that, could be it. that she talks to about what happened. I think to her. that would be really bad. I hope that's not the case. It probably, <laughs> yeah, it probably wouldn't be the best thing yeah, for the whole situation. Really yeah, because but I wouldn't. I you know, she's more damage than good. I think, I think. more damage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They clearly have kind of a. She'd probably slut shamer. Yeah, they I'm go in the exact know. opposite way. Yeah. You know what I mean? That her mother is so progressive, and then grandma's probably you know a little bit. Did said I would have cut class too if I was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what she told him. Right. If I was the daughter of the oh. sex research. So, but I hope, uh, not. Okay. I hope not too. But yeah, you know who knows? Maybe the grandmother has some attitude of like, well, no, that's what you're gonna do because mm-hmm. in my day, you know, mm-hmm. this could go in some very upsetting directions. Yes. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> on that note, on that, on that that's note. a good way to end. Yeah. It's really upsetting. So we're <laughs> everyone's end sad. And yes. now we have to wait a week. So, Quinn, where can the people find you? The people can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillion. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram. And you can look me up on Vine at the Quinn B. Quinstagram. I love it. Thank yes. you. Adrian. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. That's M-S-A-D-R-I-A-N-S-N-O-W. And you can follow me on Twitter at the Real Will Link. You can also listen to my pop culture comedy podcast, Will Sean Podcast. You can find that on iTunes. Uh, I won't be here next week. I won't be here the next two weeks. I'm disappointed. I'm going to miss you guys. Yeah, uh, I feel like we were just getting started. I right? know, but I'll be back and we'll all be together. All right. Yale's going to fill in for me next yeah, week, awesome. so that's going to be great. Excited to see you. Uh, so until then, uh, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.